Welcome to Away From The Keyboard. We give you a glimpse into the lives, interests, and tech behind today's technologists. Please join our hosts, Cecil Phillip and Richie Rump, as we get away from the keyboard. Welcome to Away From The Keyboard, where technologists tell their stories of how they started, how they grew, how they learned, and how they unwind. My name is Richie Rump, and joining me is my co-host, Cecil Phillip. How are you doing today, Cecil? Not bad, Richie. What's going on? Man, this is our second extra episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. So for those of you who have maybe have missed our first extra episode, which is available on the website where we talked about our favorite podcasts, our extra episodes is where we would just sit there and talk about a certain topic or, in this case, our favorite apps. Yeah, and no, we got a pretty good listen this one, man. I think you guys are going to enjoy uh, listening to, to this episode. Yeah, we recorded this a while back. We were at the podcast movement back in August of 2015, and we were able to get into the Buzzsprout recording studio, and we were able to record this extra episode for you. You know, you say 2015, and that just sounds like it's been so long ago, but it really feels like podcast movement was just the other day. And I, it, it does. I know you had a good time. I had a good time. And it was a lot of fun even, too, just being in the booth. And, you know, I know you made some, some faces at some people, too, right? Oh, yeah, man. It was, it was funky faces, too, man. <laughs> you be lucky that glass in between us. But I, I think doing the extra episodes, we want to get more of them out there. But this is one of those things where, wow, you know, life gets involved. You know, this is a passion project for us. We're not paid for this at all. But this is, was absolutely fun. And Cecil, we need to sit down and do more of these extra episodes because these are a lot of fun to do. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, for all of you guys that are listening, if you definitely like these uh, episodes, you know, leave a comment on the, the blog or on the website. Leave a comment on the website and let us know what you guys think. Yeah, so without further ado, this is our favorite apps. And now, away from the keyboard's feature conversation. All right, cool, man. We are, gosh, where are we, bro? We're at Podcast Movement 2015, right? Yeah, but this is actually pretty cool. So there's a thousand podcasters here. Really? A thousand podcasts. There's a lot of people walking around in this room right now. Dude, and I see you right there. I see, yeah, I see you. you. It's cool, man. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> we should do this the entire time. It'll be fun. I know. That's funny. Yeah, man. But so, I like this, though. I mean, this is a little bit out of my element personally, but, you know, it's always good to be around a different community, a different environment, and, you know, pick up some, some, uh, some new information. Yeah, I had a SQL Server podcaster. His name's Matt. He actually uh, tweeted me and said, well, how does it differ from a SQL Server uh, conference? And then pretty much I say, well, <laughs> I think I'll feel out of place at a SQL Server conference. You'll be all right, man. I think you'll be will. all right. You'll be all right. For like 10 minutes. and then You'll be cool. You'll be, be all right. You'll be like, what, what's the wait stat? I'll be like, I'm with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just came to see his presentation for support. That's all. Exactly. I'm just here for the food. That's all. Yeah. It is. <laughs> if you guys got food, then we have no problems at all. So what are we talking about today, All Richard? right, man. We're doing another uh, extra episode. You okay. know how we do our extra episodes. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about our favorite mobile apps. Okay. So who's going to go first? You want to go first? I, I, I want you to go first, man. Okay. I think that's the thing. I think we should have you go first. All right. That, that's fine with me. All right, bro. What's, what, we're going to do our top. You know what they say, beauty before age, right? That's right. That's right. You are beautiful. I'm not oh, thank lie about you. That. So you're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so the way we do this is that we're going to do our top three apps. 
All right, it's going to be short and sweet. We're just going to give uh, the reasons why we love the app. And if you choose one of mine, I get to go down my list and pick something else. Sure. So the way I look at it is there's a lot of reasons why an app may or may not be a favorite app of mine. So there's the apps that I use a lot. And then there's this apps that I actually just like because I think they're, they're really cool apps. Right. So I'm going to start with an app that I just think it's a really cool app. So one of my favorite apps is definitely the Airbnb app. Interesting. So not only I like the service in general, but outside of the service, I find the app is really easy to use. It's really easy for me to browse, communicate back and forth with people that are actually running out their places. Sure. You know, the way that they show the images and show the comments and stuff. It's very readable, very easy to use. Love it. Definitely recommend it. Um, and for me, as somebody that builds applications, you know, I can definitely uh, appreciate the user experience of the app. So I definitely recommend the, the Airbnb app. Airbnb. And Airbnb is if I want to rent a room somewhere across Yeah, the so globe. you know, you're a traveler, you're, you're going around the country, and you might not necessarily want to go into a hotel. You want to get a little bit closer to the people. You want to get a little bit closer to... Um, a lot of the culture and where people actually stay, then, you know, we jump into the Airbnb app. And then you can get a house or condo or you can rent a boat. Why not? You know, I saw there's some people that they rent benches. You could, like, stay on the bench for a weekend if you want. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is, right? <laughs> All right. So my first one is going to be Starwalk 2. What's that? Starwalk 2 is an earthbound astronomy app. Oh. So it takes a look at your location and it says, okay, this is what the sky looks like right now. And mm-hmm. it will show you all of the stars. So if you're, it's augmented reality. So if you move your phone over to, hey, what's that star over there? And you can move your phone over there and it will tell you that's Venus. Really? Yeah. And it'll, and it'll show you all the constellations and you could actually zoom in and, and zoom in and see satellites and planets and things like that. Now, Starwalk 1 was a purchased app mm-hmm. and that had all the stuff in, in, in the middle of it. Starwalk okay. 2 is free. But to get like all the information about the planets and the satellites and all that other good stuff, it's I think it's an additional three dollars. It's like in-app purchasing, you got to buy that's right add-ons and extra stuff. It's an in-app purchase, but it's really cool. I know my daughter loves to go to bed with this uh, app and then actually look at everything in her bed with the window open and saying, okay, well, what star is that and what star is this? So it actually does geolocation. It It does geolocation. It shows you the stars within your particular hemisphere. Yep. And in fact, I I think that was, um, there was a a tweet that went out and someone had posted a picture of, oh, here's the moon and here's Venus and here's Jupiter. And I went off and and someone said, well, you sure that's right? And I clicked on it with, and took a picture of it with the Starwalk app Mm -hmm. and said, yep, that's exactly what it is. And it labeled everything as a Venus, Jupiter and all that stuff. So first recommended app is Starwalk 2. Okay. So I'm going to go for my second app now. And I'm going to recommend the Flipboard app. Interesting. I, oh, I almost had so that So Flipboard is an app, that one of those apps that I use daily. For those of you guys that don't know, Flipboard is a news app. You go in and what you can actually do, you can follow different topics. You can, for instance, I follow technology, I follow business, follow travel, culture, cuisine, stuff like that. And now in your feed, what they do is they curate a list of articles, of tweets, of images, of a lot of different types of content. And now you get all those in your feed and you can read them. You can save them for later to read later if you want to. You can share them with other people. And one of the things I really like, too, is that you can create your own magazines. Yeah. And with the magazine feature now, you could title it Cecil's Picks of the Week, for instance. And now I could push all the interesting articles that I like into that. And now my friends could see. I could share it with my family. If, for instance, we had 
let's say we were looking for a house. And I wanted to push all the interesting articles I found about real estate and yeah. finance and mortgages. And I could push them in somewhere and then my family could follow, my friends could follow, we could follow, you know, kind of keep abreast as to that's some of the interesting things that are going along in that space. So I definitely want to recommend the Flipboard app. Flipboard app, that's a great pick. My second pick is Glimpse. No, no, not the Anthony and Nick ASP. I was about to say, did they have an app for that? <laughs> ASP.NET monitoring tool. I'm missing out. But this is G-L-Y-M-P-S-E, Glimpse. Now, what Glimpse allows you to do is to send a text message to a person, and then they could actually see your travel time. And ah. they could actually see exactly where you are. So okay. I know I've used this a couple of times with you, Cecil, yeah. where I'm going up to your place, and I said, hey, by the way, this is me. I'm going to leave this glimpse on for an hour, and after that, it will turn off. But it will track my car all the way up to, well, frankly, your house. And then it will send you a text and say, hey, Richie's on your way to your house. Click on this link, and you could see a map. And then you'll see it in real time where he's going and see if he took another wrong turn again because he got off on the wrong spot at 595, which I've done multiple times, and you've seen that. So I know one of the things I really like about that app is that the recipient of that message does not need to have the app. That's right. Which I really like about it. So you have the app on your phone and you send me a glimpse of where you are and it just opens in my browser and I can just watch you without, hey, I don't have to download or sign up for anything. So I, I, I definitely love that about it. Yeah, I, I really love that. It's only for a specific period of time. So if I think it's going to take me 30 minutes to get there, I could set it for 45 minutes and then it's done. You're not going to yeah. get my location information anymore. So that is Glimpse, G-L-Y-M-P-S-E. That is my second app pick. Okay, so I'm going to go for my third app now. This is another app that I use, I want to say, daily, every other day maybe. And that's Shazam. Shazam. I'm, I'm a big music guy. I'm a big music head. I listen to a lot of Caribbean music. I listen to a lot of um, R&B and soul music. I, you know, I listen to a lot of Zouk and African music. Mm. And one of the things you always want to know is, what is that song that's playing on the radio? Yep. Or you go to a party in somebody's house... What is that song? Like, where did that come from? Who's, what album is that from? Who is that? So I always have Shazam open. It's one of the apps that's always on the front page of my, my phone. I can quickly pick it up, hit the button, Shazam it, and now it'll tell me who that artist is, where that album, um, where I can buy that album. Is it on Spotify? Can I get it on Amazon? Yeah. And I can even look, look up the YouTube video if there's a video for it. So that's, I love that about it. Does that do real-time lyrics as well? Some songs it does. Okay. Depends on the song. Okay. Not every song, but some songs yeah. it will follow along with it and it will give you the lyrics on oh, it. Oh, that's, that's amazing. But that's, I love that's that. very cool. That's very cool. So that's your third and final pick. Yes, sir. That's my third and final pick. Shazam. All right. So my third and final pick is TripIt. I don't know if you use this particular app. but What is this TripIt you speak of? Tri- what is this TripIt you speak of? But TripIt allows you to keep all of your travel information, kind of your e-docs, all in one space. Ah. Okay. So... Uh, to get here to Fort Worth, I had I put everything in TripIt, and I, you could type it out, but more than likely you can forward it off to an email account, and then it will go off and put it all into this TripIt database, mm-hmm. and it will say, "Hey, you have a trip to Fort Worth," and then as you're in the middle of your trip, it will give you all your itinerary information. So I don't have to worry about having my confirmation ID. I don't have to worry about where the uh, the hotel is or anything like that. When I've landed, yeah. it goes, "Oh, you're going to need to go to the hotel. Here's ah. here's where you need to go." And I put all my travel information in there, so it's right there, real-time, ready to go. So does that also include your 
your loyalty points on your flyer miles? Does it does it aggregate those for you too? I don't either? think it does. Does it have that no, type of feature? Is, this is just this is where I'm going. I don't think it really does all that. Okay, so it's stuff. more like a scheduler. Like this is this is what yeah. you're supposed to be doing. This is where you're going to be. Yeah, that, like yeah, this is when your next flight is. This is where your connection is. Yeah, this is that, the hotel that you're going to be at. Right. Type of now, thing. Now they do have a pro feature. Okay. And I haven't really played much with that. So maybe one of you guys on the or gals would like to comment in and see what the different pro stuff does. Sure. Um, I haven't really got to play with that. But it is very cool because now I don't have to worry about anything. One of the things I want to warn people about with this thing is that it will hook into your Gmail account and it will go through all of your email and it will try to figure out, well, which is a hotel stay or airline and then it will suck it in. It took me a little while to figure out that's what it was doing because all of a sudden things were magically popping up in, in TripIt. I'm like, I didn't send this over there. How'd right. this get over there? And I figured out, oh, I gave my, my Gmail creds and it's going through all my emails. I quickly put an end to that. Well, you know, Google does that all the time. So everybody yeah. should be used to that. <laughs> so that's fine. All right. So do you have any honorable mentions here you want to go over in the last uh, few minutes or so? So for honorable mention, I would definitely want to say Feedly. Feedly is an app that, that I've been using. Uh, ever since Google Reader went down, Ooh. you know, it's, it's one of the ways that I keep up with a lot of different, what's that thing called? Blog posts. Blog posts and yeah, whatnot. those things. Yeah, those things that people read. <laughs> God, read. So it's so much easier to watch video. Why can't they have like just video, video, video blog posts? It's hard to Google. They are hard to Google. It's hard to index too, I can yeah. imagine. But yeah, uh, definitely Feedly. I have tons of blogs that I follow inside of Feedly, um, Feedly and I keep my updates and stuff like that in there so um, definitely want to have that as honorable mention yeah so I've got two honorable mentions and they're both security focused Uh-oh. Uh, I use these pra- pretty much every day one mm-hmm. is LastPass so LastPass is a password manager so the real big problem is, is that what passwords do I have for what website and whatnot? and I want to keep everything of good security so having passwords generated and then having a password manager track all that stuff for you is a really wonderful thing. LastPass is one of those password managers that allow you to do that. The inverse of that is I can't get into anything anymore without having my LastPass app or at least it open on the browser. OnePass is another good system for having a password manager, but at least now I know I can have a 12 uh, digit or 12 character random password generated at any given time that I can kind of give to any website. And I know I'm fairly somewhat secure. So I got a question for you. Yep. What if you lose the password to your last pass? Please print out. <laughs> Please print out. And I think there's ways you could go and get that back. Okay. Um, you contact them and they'll reset your pa- master password and things like that. Okay. But I typically would print out my master password, put that into a safe spot in my office and make sure that, hey, I've at least got a backup every once in a while. Gotcha. Yeah. So do you ever run into the case where that gets out of sync? Like, so what if you go and you change the password for your Gmail, for instance? How does that, or would you have to go into LastPass now and update that, or does it sync it for you? It depends. If I do it on my mobile, then I would have to sync it up. But if I do it on my desktop, it would automatically detect that and say, hey, Ah. you want to update this for your LastPass? And Ah, just say yes, and it will do it. Nice. Yep. My last one is the Google Authenticator another uh, security tool. So what that will allow you to do is if you've got two-factor authentication turned on, then it will generate these random numbers, I think every 60 seconds or so. And you could then log in, not with just your user ID and password, but also your uh, authenticator uh, number. Like, I guess back in the corporate world, we had the RSA Kind so of you like your tokens, tokens or something like that. That's right. So this is essentially what this thing is too. Okay. So turn on two-factor authentication, guys, wherever you can. Be secure. 
and Google Authenticator is the way that I prefer to use the two-factor auth. That sounds like a really good list of apps we got there, man. Yeah, I think we got some good stuff here. So um, I hope everyone's enjoying these extra podcasts that we're doing. And um, this is really cool being at the uh, podcast movement, actually doing a podcast, people actually walking out and looking at us strangely. Very interesting. I want to thank a Buzzsprout for having this booth available to us and us being able to record out of here. Yeah, definitely. It's been really great, even though we do our own statistics. <laughs> <laughs> but still, Buzzsprout looks like they do, these guys do a really good job. And you know, definitely thank you for letting us use your equipment today. Yep. And until uh, the next extra, have a good one. Later. We want to thank you for listening to Away From The Keyboard. As a reminder, we will have new episodes each and every week. You can interact with us on Twitter at AFTK Podcast or at awayfromthekeyboard.com. Hasta luego. Three computers. I carry three computers. How the hell you walk with three computers, dude? Three, baby. You can't count the surface as a computer, though. Actually, you have the what? The surface, what, the 12 inch surface? Four. Surface Pro, four. Is that the 12 inch one? The yes. 13 inch one or whatever? The 12 inch. Yeah, that's a big ass computer. <laughs> it's, let's just say it's so big that in my bag it has a tablet uh, pocket. It won't fit in a tablet pocket. Uh, that's a big ass computer. That's what that is. That's what that is, man. That's what I'm telling you. That's, that's what it is.